listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three, where we will be discussing chapter, chapter five. <laughs> where we will be discussing chapter five, Clave and Covenant. <laughs> what are you doing? She legit wants me to choke to death. <laughs> All right, we're going to kick things off with Robin's recap. Okay, so last time Clary and Simon watched Eric read some epically bad poetry. Simon attempts to tell Clary that he likes someone who we all painfully can tell is her. <laughs> yeah, that's so obvious. Yes. Totes my goat. <laughs> He's interrupted by Clary running out to chase after Jace, who appears out of nowhere. Jace and Clary discuss censors, shadow hunters, and the Institute. Jace tries to get Clary to leave with him, but she runs off to go save her mother who's being attacked. Clary arrives at her ransacked apartment in search of her mother, but is instead attacked by and kills a freaking demon. Because <laughs> she's a bad mofo. Uh, Jace shows up in the nick of time to save Clary from the poison coursing through her veins by marking her. and She passes out in his arms. Oh, Damn, Daniel. <laughs> so in the beginning of this chapter, Clary is in and out of consciousness and overhears Isabel talking with someone about how uh, Clary's been out for three days. Clary's having dreams. Some of her mother, Luke, and Jace, all kind of um, eerie-seeming. Um, well, you... Um, uh-huh. But mm-hmm. I think it's important to mm-hmm. really discuss what the dreams are about. Okay, okay. See, I thought it meant something, so go on. Um, well, Kristen's got to open the book. Oh, okay. Because she has the book. It's on page 56. Okay, so do you want to... Just read it. Okay. You got it. <laughs> Shit. Okay, just reading from the book. The dreams held her, one after the other, a river of images that bore her along like a leaf tossed in a current. She saw her mother lying in a hospital bed, eyes like bruises in her white face. She saw Luke standing atop a pile of bones, Jace with white feathered wings sprouting out his back, Isabel sitting naked with her whip curled around her like a net of gold rings, Simon with crosses burned into the palms of his hands, angels falling and burning, falling out of the sky. Eerie. Right. <laughs> Super creepy. Yeah. We, we touch on everybody. Uh-huh. They, yes, definitely. Except Alec. Except Alec. Alec is not in her okay. dreams. Well, so yeah. far. And neither's yeah. Hodge, guys. Right. <laughs> this mysterious Hodge. Right. The mastermind of the kidnapping sure. of Clary. I just, like, envision him being, like, this old, like, decrepit. I do, too. Like a hunchback. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> no, smaller. so clary overhears another conversation between alec and isabel alec asks where jace is and reveals that he hasn't come to see clary since she arrived even though he's the one that saved her so when you guys are reading Mm -hmm. so she does this pretty cool Mm -hmm. where it's you clary's unconscious but it's still her point of view Uh uh-huh because it's like when she wakes up right right so did you think that it was isabel and jace talking no at first i did I did. Uh-huh. You knew. No, I knew it was Alec. It just the way it didn't sound like Jace. Like it, it it's okay. not the kind of words that he would use. Okay. Like okay. and he he wouldn't be like he's more flippant. It, it, Alec is more earnest. Okay. Mhm. Okay. Interesting. I definitely did think it was Jace. I was a little confused. 
I just think it's weird that he's not there. I agree. Well, yeah. It's a he's like, I've done my duties. I've saved this chick. It's <laughs> well, a he's dick move. Now. Well, yeah. he's so like seemingly obsessed with her that he's stalking her. Right. right. Well, is he or was he sent? Right. Did Hodge I, tell him to do mm, it? Or but did he did volunteer? Hodge tell- <laughs> he volunteered. Yeah. He volunteered volu- his tribute. Yeah. Yes. Well, and it's like Hodge obviously didn't tell him to go running after Clary. No. When she went to her home. Sure. So he has to be somewhat invested. He was clearly, uh, you know, upset for her, concerned. Yeah. Right. Because it didn't seem like it was like. But do you think it goes back to like she's not interesting right now because she's asleep? Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't like, think like, about uh-huh. that. Again, like the, the cat and the mouse. Or like he doesn't some... want to be there when she wakes up sort right. of thing. Like like she's playing dead so she's not interested in anymore. Okay. Anymore. Okay. You know what I mean? I always thought that. um it was because, as you can tell from this conversation, that Alec and Isabel kind of have some animosity towards her. Yeah. And he just sure. didn't want it to seem like he cared too much about this Mundy. I mean, that could be it, too. Uh-huh. Like, he's saving face from them. Right. Like, he's not just going to sit by her bedside the whole time she's there. Right. And right. pine he's for not, her. Yeah. Right. He's not going to, like, hold hold vigil. Hold her hand. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. But it, but then again, at the same time, if that's the case, that it's weird that Alex and is Alec. Not Alex. <laughs> that they are there. Amateur move. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> And I could see, I don't know, maybe they don't have somebody that runs the infirmary. Okay. Yeah, that, I mean, it there's kind no of seems small, like some low staffed, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Right. Which we haven't got to that point in the book, sure. but we've all read the chapter. So, mm-hmm. you know, right. it's when, not One of the anything. things that always strikes me so much is that, like, these are children. Yeah. Right? Like, where, why isn't the adult in the room? Like, <laughs> like right. I, yeah. I know that they, they they've, obviously are given more responsibility they're demon hunters Mm -hmm. for god's sake but well at this point it's always just kind of weird like like, why aren't the adults handling the serious business in this chapter we find or this you know we've read this chapter yeah we find out that the only people that are in the institute at the moment are hodge Uh and alec Isabel and right. Jace. Yeah, yeah. And when Clary wakes up, there's Clary's a ton of there. beds, but there's no one in them. Right. So there's mm-hmm. nobody really to run the infirmary. Mm-hmm. Right. So Clary starts to yeah. wake up, and she sits up. Her body's aching, and she realizes that she's in one of many beds. And uh, Isabel tells her Hodge will be happy she's awake and that everyone thought she would most likely die in her sleep. <laughs> what? So comforting. Uh, Isabel has bitch. a great yes. bedside manner. Yes. Yeah. She's, I wonder, you know, as much as we said, in our previous episode, uh-huh. that shadow hunter men and women are kind of like seen on the yeah. same level. Do mm-hmm. you think that she's in there because she's a woman? I think she's maybe a little jealous. Yeah. Or no, I think it's like you need to take care of. Oh, okay. The sick people. No, because I, I mean see. Alex with her. Alex with her. Yeah, that's true. I I think it's just a matter. It feels of, like, like they maybe no, just happen so to I be there. Yeah. That when she, so I think that Alec and Isabella are in there and she wakes up, but then it happens again. It happens and again, again, and it's just yeah. Isabel. Yeah. And oh, she's okay. in there. And um, I'm sorry I'm stepping on your toes here. No, no, go for but it. But she says that, like, oh, Hodge told me that you need to drink this. Right, he told... Mm-hmm. Told Isabel. Yeah. He told Isabel that this is what you need yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. He told Isabel, these are her clothes, and she's this, this, and Yes. This. Well, I but mean, is it, it might the female, be. female thing again? I, I don't know if that's it, or, or if it's just, like... Hey, when she we, wakes up, give her that thing. Right, you know? like, like, like... Whoever's just, like, in there. Yeah, yeah. Right. And... We do get further in this chapter. You know Alec is an asshole. Like, he's not, like, he uh-huh. doesn't like her at all. Right. I wonder if they're on shifts. Oh, the two of them. Okay. Yeah, so it's sense. like maybe they were talking together in a passing shift. Uh-huh. Okay. That and then sense. now, you know. Sure. But then why doesn't Jace have to take a shift? 
if he hasn't been to see her. Because right. he's... He doesn't have to do anything he doesn't, he doesn't want to do. do chores. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, I mean, some something else that um, while she's still sleeping okay. is um, they're kind of talking a little bit about Clary while she's out. And Isabel mentions that um, she's so small. Clary's so small that she thought she might have been, what does she say? I think a pixie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but she's um, not pretty enough. She's not pretty enough. And Alec <laughs> is like, bro, she has like poison running through her veins. Nobody's going to look that great. Right. So it's just another one of those See, things. See, I where thought maybe, that would be something think... Jace would say. Okay. Yeah. A little yeah. Jace. Like, mm-hmm. a yeah. Little mm-hmm. Jace esque. Yes. I feel like, I feel like Alec really wants to hate her but like he has a kind heart underneath it all okay and so uh-huh. like he when he lets things like that slip out like mm-hmm. a moment of kindness he's like damn it <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right didn't mean to be so nice or like right. he just has yeah. to argue with his sister yeah oh yeah, yeah. there's that got, like this uh-huh. dynamic mm-hmm. yeah so i think i think i feel like she's a little um just watching her enemy sort of thing. She okay. really doesn't seem like she likes Clary. She's so. not there to visit her and make no, sure she's okay. Absolutely no. not. It's yeah. out of duty. Like, yeah. I guess we have to take care of this help, helpless human. Right. Mm-hmm. This pathetic human. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, saying, you know, we all thought you'd die in your sleep. So, you know, she didn't have a lot of confidence. And <laughs> Right. Uh, so Clary gets a stabbing uh, pain in her stomach and Isabel tries um tells her that hodge um told her to drink one of his uh what is it to to stains how do you say that yeah you're the hippie where's the word uh to to saint to to saints i know i've heard it before where is it um third paragraph yeah let's see if i can just google it to saints yeah i guess to saints i would call it a tincture but okay let's see that's me to Zan. To Zan. To Zan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So she wakes up with this stabbing pain in her stomach, and Isabel says that Hodge told her to give Clary a, one of his Tazans when she woke up. So Isabel um, finally introduces herself, revealing her full name as Isabel Lightwood, and says that she lives there. She then says that Jace told everyone that she had killed a... Ravener. Ra- Ravener demon. <laughs> all by herself, and asks if it's true. Basically, I kind of get the feeling she's like, "Is it true?" Like not believing. Like that it's it... got it's hot goss. She, right. she wants the hot yeah. goss. Like well, tell me everything. And while she's introduced, she's like, "Even sh- like Clary just woke up from a f- coma." Yeah, and she's just <laughs> and like, she's terrible throwing pain. shame, dude. Yeah. Also, yeah, I know who you are. Uh huh. Because this is yeah. She said, "Yeah, I know your name." Yeah, I know. Yeah, Clary says that. Yeah, so it's so. like call like calm the cats down. Yes, absolutely. The claws, ladies. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't think I could ever talk to anyone like that. It's just oh, not totally me. Did. It's not me mm-hmm. either. I'm very meek. <laughs> yes, I am too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. If I was grumpy enough, I totally. Uh, I don't even need to be. Grumpy I think I would talking just about. roll it off my shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's nice. I think I would say in a rude way. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks for the info. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you apologize for yeah. almost dying. <laughs> Her. That's Robin. That is me. So sorry. I'm so sorry I took up a bed yeah. for three whole days. Do you need money? Do we need to pay room and board? How much do I owe you? No, Robin would not offer money. Do no. you take MasterCard? No. She would offer like help or like her services. She would never offer money. Can I cook for you? Yes, That's exactly. Something I can do. Oh my gosh. Oh, so, um, 
Let's see. So Clary gets a flash of the Ravener. 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 I say it wrong every time. Clary gets a flash of the Ravener demon that makes her shudder. And she responds with, I guess I did. Like, I think she's realizing it's all kind of coming back and Mm -hmm. she's realizing what happened. So Clary asks, of course, where Jace is. And Isabel just says somewhere and (laughs) says that she should go tell everyone she's up because Hodge will want to talk to her. Like, so far, I don't like this Isabel chick, okay? <laughs> she, he's somewhere. Like, come on. Figure it out on your own, girl. Okay. But in Isabel's defense, okay, she's known Jace for, at, right. at this point in the chapter, we don't know how long, but uh-huh. we can assume it's been a long time. Right. It, it's Jace. Mm-hmm. Like, like, come on. Like, girls aren't falling all over him all the time. <laughs> like, I would be sick of it too and yes, be annoyed and absolutely. be like, I'm not. It's like it's like when you play like mama bear to your guy friends when they have like the clingy chicks around uh-huh. and you have to be like run interference and be like, look, lady, <laughs> you Girl. need to calm down. He's yes, not interested. Right. Like, Aww. I feel like she's like the wingman or like the interference. Okay. Okay. I I think she's just jealous. I think she's a little brat. Yeah. So far. I mean that too. Anyway, <laughs> I I'll feel like that. yeah. Probably looking too deep into it again. Mm-hmm. I, maybe she constantly has to prove herself. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. She constantly, like, she needs to be loud and annoying and assert yep. her dominance to be heard, yeah. right? And to be taken seriously, mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's just all she knows is like sass yeah. back. Yeah, because like like what we talked about in in last episode um, about the difference between like men and women in the human world versus the Shadowhunter world, I really don't think it's necessarily even in the Shadowhunter world. I just think that the the fear of them being hurt, absolutely, or of them being weak in the sense that they couldn't protect themselves, mm-hmm. like human women are kind of viewed in our society. Of course. I think that's different. Not necessarily like the higher I still think it's definitely a patriarchal kind of situation. Yeah. hmm Right. Well plus I feel like we haven't talked to many other shadow hunters besides mm-hmm. well we've heard Alec, Isabel and Jay Stock. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're children still. Mm-hmm. As much as they're acting like right. little adults, mm-hmm. right, murdering demon, <laughs> murdering, demon murdering, murdering adults. <laughs> but it seems like maybe it's not important for shadow hunters to have manners. Okay. In the way that we're used to. Yeah. Having manners. So she's like, I don't know, he's somewhere. Like, what? Like, it's not, that's not important. Yeah, the There's social mission okay. to be done. There's uh-huh. not a social, you know. Sure. Okay. Exactly. I don't yeah. know why I'm repeating everything you're saying. Yes, social niceties. Social niceties. Social niceties. <laughs> I didn't but even I feel- realize you were repeating what I said. Because I'm agree. I'm agreeing with you so much. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that. But I feel like it's maybe it's just not important to them. Maybe sure. what's yeah. like they she's been told. You when she wakes up, give her this, and mm-hmm. you come and get me. Right. Uh-huh. And that's all she like. Right. And to her, she can't even fathom. They're one track minds. They're, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why do you care? Like, you well, and we, I don't we have know to if do she's this. Even like uh, she's interested in Jace. It's like he's the one connection he she has to right. there. You know, he brought her there. Where's the dude that brought me here? Like, right. why right. am I here? Please. What am I? What's next? Right. And I'm sure that's yeah. how Clary means it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Half and half, probably. <laughs> right. Let's <laughs> let's <laughs> let's be honest. Last time I saw him, I was cuddled up right. to him. I was like in a his, cartwheel. Uh, what do you call that? The his. Nuzzling his neck. The nape of his yes, neck. Yes, the nape. Thank you. The nape of his <laughs> neck is in the back. 
Uh, okay, listen. Listen. Smarty pants. Book learning. <laughs> she just snuggled, okay? The crook. <laughs> the crook. The crook. Okay, right? that'll work. Yes. The yes, crook. there you go. Like, you've written romance novels. You know I have. a million Get ways here. to, like, <laughs> she be knows disgusting. The <laughs> <laughs> I know the human form. Right. So eventually, Isabel points out the bathroom and tells Clary that she left some old clothes in there just in case she wanted to change since hers were covered in blood and poison. And so Jace burned them. <laughs> Which banks like who changed her <laughs> exactly? Hopefully, Isabel. I don't know. Was it though? I know. Probably what is she wearing not. now? They don't. They don't say. Is it a hospital gown? Is it already some of Isabel's other clothes? What Does is she it wearing? Say what she's wearing? I don't know. Let me look. I don't know, but that's gotta be like, yeah. And what part of like? Well, if Jace burned her clothes, who? Why would he not have been the one that changed her? Well, she and is she still was. like? Is she nude, or is it like she has? Did she get to keep her? Bra? I think she's clothed in something. But I meant when, like, like, did her bra have to get taken off? Right. Like, how like? How deep did this poison go? Yeah. It just says that she hugged the sheet around herself. Okay. Okay, so she probably is naked. She Interesting. probably is. Oh, okay, so she's wearing Isabel's underwear. Okay. Or no underwear. That's a good point. When she, so do you think. But she, her pants are huge on her, so you would think. She otherwise. Well, they're long. Uh-huh. I don't know if they're necessarily like, I guess they're probably fuller in the hips. I imagine. like, I imagine Isabel being they, curvy. Exactly, I do too. They talk about Clary being so small, right? Petite. <laughs> she's she's got like no boobs, no hips. She's just Poor a board. thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <Aww>. So. <laughs> so while the girls talk about Jace, Isabel mentions um, that Jace basically, you know, she's asking. Um, oh, so, so Jace Jace had burned her clothes. So while the girls are talking, Clary asks it, Isabel if Jace is always so rude, basically. Mm-hmm. Right, because she was like, he burned my clothes, right. how rude. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So Isabel Not- mentions that he is such a, you know, him being a dick is basically what makes him so sexy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. That's part of it, I suppose. He's, and, he's a uh, bad boy type. Yeah, yeah. And that he's killed more demons than anyone else his age. So Clary is clearly confused, as I was, too, and um, asks, you know, she wants to clarify. She thought Jace was uh, Isabel's brother. And that would be awkward. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think she says he's damn sexy. So... <laughs> So yeah, that's what makes him so damn sexy. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. So she, uh, Isabel, clarifies that. um, Oh, so Clary's asking why he doesn't live with his own parents if that's not her brother. And yeah, (laughs) like this is a lot of questions. I feel like okay. Again, we're talking about social niceties. Yeah. Right. And I would totally want. As Krista would say, the hot goss. Yes. Uh huh. But I feel like I would wait. No. It's a little early. I okay. I feel like I would ask. I'd be like, wait, wait, what? Aren't you guys brother and sister? Uh-huh. But I wouldn't be like, so why doesn't he live with his own mom and dad? Uh huh. I I would be more like, so why does he live here with you? Like I I would have phrased the question differently, but okay. I would have asked the same question. But how does Clary know that her parents aren't there? And how does she know he lives there? Did he tell her he lives there? I don't think he did so far. No, but I think she's she's assuming okay like i know in real life someone that lives with lived with their grandma Mm -hmm. grandpa whatever yeah i still don't know i've known them for years i just still don't know what happened yeah because i'm just not that person 
It's not my business. I don't know. I guess. Okay. I think because it's not like they're saying they're not. She's saying that they're not related. He's like, she's so she's like, okay, well, why? that's a good point. Yeah. They're not even cousins or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't like okay. there's no there's no preamble to kind of indicate that it might be something tragic. Right. Of course. So like, I feel like she's free to ask the question. And it. I mean, let's be honest. If I was alone with another girl and there was this guy that I'm like, okay, okay. give me the deets. Right. What is going on? Uh-huh. And I would be like, I don't know how long I'm going to have to get this information before That's something true. other. Yeah. Something crazy happens. Right. Again. Well, and obviously I she. I guess I don't remember. I've been, since I married for 10 years, but not, we haven't been married for 10 years, but basically, you know. Yeah. So I don't remember like being 15 and like I you're do. I, do. I will Hardcore. No, I, Me too. I now that I'm thinking back on it I miss but it's, it <laughs> <laughs> I was not in a good place right <laughs> I mean I wasn't either but man I had fun uh, sure <laughs> but it's like you know maybe like to 15-year-old girls, like, that is something that's important to her. Well, and to it's me, her potential. I'm, I'm assuming it's her crush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. To me, I would back off a little bit when Isabel says he's damn sexy because she clearly, 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 already <laughs> clearly uh, believes how, sees how beautiful Isabel is. We talked yeah. about it in Pandemonium. So she obviously, I would think personally, like, she thinks he's damn sexy. She doesn't have a chance, right? So why – I would just kind of let it go. Like, maybe they're dating. Oh, no. I would wait for more confirmation. Because uh-huh. you can think someone's sexy but not be interested. I would. Okay. I don't – But, yeah. see, I'm always – like uh-huh. I'm angling for, for something. Right. I mean, like, there was always a way that I could find who I wanted to be sure. with. Well, and it seems like Alec and – no. Yeah. I was going to say that. Alec and Isabel look similar. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. They both mm-hmm. have black hair. They look similar. Right. To, I just imagine them looking Italian. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's just my, you know. But Alec has blue eyes. Okay. Right. Okay. But you know that kind of like olive skin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dark hair. Jealous. Yes. Right. And Jace is like described as like tawny hair and like hazel eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he's more like a bright blah, blah, blah. You're very observant like that though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So to me it would be like. And again. You One of have... these does not belong. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh-huh. I would like maybe it's a cousin. Maybe it's a right. whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have automatically assumed that Jace was their brother. No, I wouldn't have either. Right. Yeah, that's a big group of um, the same sort of age like just kids because, together. Yeah, too. exactly. And then mm-hmm. just, you know, they could have all been going out to the club together. Right. Well, and also, okay, so back to chapter one, in the storage room, when Clary comes, like, reveals herself and Alec right. is like Stop. who's that and Jace is like it's a girl your sister's one oh, like yeah. haven't you ever yeah. seen oh, one yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh-huh. so I feel like there's enough hints to know that they're not family your but, like, sister right yeah. mm-hmm. well and I'm wondering maybe if Clary's just grasping at straws here like she's hoping probably like, like wait or even if it's like they're not like maybe if I put this out here, sure. Like I'm gonna put the seed in that I think he's your brother. So or then she you'll could just be off. like, okay, have a wicked demon poison hangover and like not even really just. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're probably thinking too much into that. Yeah, sure. probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a sidebar. Uh, so Isabel bluntly says that um, Jace doesn't live with his own parents because they were murdered when he was ten, and that he saw the whole thing. <laughs> Seems it's like not a, funny. It's just a lot of information to tell a new girl, especially someone that she clearly doesn't seem to like. It's right. A lot of information for us as readers to have to process. Absolutely. And it kind of like, 
it's one of those things where it's like, obviously for us, this is a reread. Mm-hmm. And you're reading it more detailed than I think you would if you're just reading for fun. Absolutely. Like Definitely. Mm-hmm. And his, okay, so just I want to clarify one thing so we don't have the haters coming after us. His mom died in childbirth. His dad was murdered when he was 10. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Interesting. Okay. Was It says that. It, it says it. I'm, I'm okay. like, Amanda's reading it more detailedly. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Thank you for clarification, Kristen. Yes. Thank I just, you. I, it's what a, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Moving on. No, that's okay. It's just. It's um, quite crazy to think to me about someone dying in childbirth. That's right. Just crazy. Right. it happens i know uh-huh dude that's some heavy stuff yeah that's some heavy <laughs> shit okay let's move on so basically Cut what i'm out. trying to yeah. say is what i'm just trying to say we've been hit with a ton of information right mm-hmm. and we get even more this means this this means this this person's connected this way uh this is learned about runes and stelles and mm-hmm. oh my god absolutely werewolves zombies yeah. and we're like not even to the first part of the book right. being over. Uh-huh. So it just really sets it up for like this is a fast-paced moving uh-huh. yeah, sure. like mm-hmm. and to me I um I've read books before where I feel like it's a lot of um and then and then yeah and then and then and I just really like it's she did such a good job of mm-hmm. crafting all of this information okay. that you have to take on. It's like Watching, imagine Star Wars mm-hmm. is a book and not a movie. Right. Okay. You got to know Jedi's, Ewoks, all this stuff. Because you get to visually just kind of absorb everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of it they don't even need to say. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to explain a lightsaber because you're looking at a lightsaber. Sure. Right. So it's like she's done such a good job weaving this world to where it doesn't feel like you're A, reading a dictionary. Mm-hmm. And B, where it's just like. Okay, this happened, this happened, this happened. It doesn't feel like an info dump, even though it kind of is. So much info. It doesn't feel like it because of Mm -hmm. the way that the information is delivered, because Mm -hmm. it's delivered via dialogue. It's delivered kind of spaced out in between these scenes of action. So you feel engaged in the story. Right. And it's not like nothing's happened and you're just listening, you know? Right. Yeah. It's not just like exposition. Right. Just like. It's great. Basically. <laughs> it is. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. So uh, Cleary asks Isabel if his parents were killed by demons, and Isabel ignores her and leaves, telling her that she might want to go clean up because she smells bad. <laughs> and again, not a huge Isabel fan so far. <laughs> so she, yeah, she is next level shade for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Her yep. shade game is strong. It yes. Is. Oh my gosh. All right, so once Clary gets changed, uh, she wanders off trying to figure out. I guess where somewhere is, right? Right. Like, she's like, what the hell? You just left me alone. Wasn't she told to stay? I think she was. I think she was, but she never listens to anyone, Mm -hmm. so. Um, And she finds Jace playing piano in some room, which just totally put me back to twilight and i was like do they all have to be broody dudes with tawny hair that awesome. play piano in, in a room by themselves it's just like giving another i think it's supposed to make him more complex 
Okay. I, it is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a softer side It to is, him. sure. He's playing for Elise. But he, like, never... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's really funny, but I just kind of... I breezed over it, because it, it doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gives him, yeah, like you said, another facet right. to his fascinating yes. self. <laughs> um, so... Uh, he says that he'll take her to the library to meet Hodge. So she follows him to the library, which is like Bell's library on steroids. Right. It's like the library to end all libraries. Like you, this is the one of your dreams. Okay. It's gorgeous. Okay. There's like inlay on the, on the ground and all these books. And she's just kind of like, wow. Yeah. So she meets Hodge, who is exactly how I envisioned him, except less old. Okay. Like, okay. But, like, he's just kind of, like, nerdy professor. Like, Buffy. Okay. You know the dude from Buffy? Their mm. professor? No. Oh, I'm I... thinking of the one from, what's that cartoon with the, um, the professor? Giles. You don't remember Giles from Buffy? Mm-hmm. What is watch wrong Buffy. with you people? Mm-hmm. No. Same. Robin was too busy watching South Park. To watch anything else ever in life. When was Buffy? Like late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I didn't have access to TV then. <laughs> <laughs> we were deep in the woods. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> Moving on. Yes. <laughs> so she meets Hodge, and he is surprised that she was able to kill a Ravener demon. Um, on her own, own without any training or a weapon. <laughs> right. She tries to downplay it, downplay it because, I mean, I would too. I think so. Because I'd be like freaked out. Like yeah. I would be like, I don't I don't know what you're talking about, like, right. bro. I just did what you handed me. Like, it was yeah. an accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would apologize. <laughs> yes, you would. I'm so sorry. I oh my God, was I not James. supposed to do that? I'm so sorry. Does he have a family I should call? <laughs> was that your rabbit or demon? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I stole your kill. <laughs> yes. Um, and explaining that she used the sensor, but nevertheless, he's still impressed. He's like, that was good thinking. Well, and isn't there a discussion, like, if she knew what the sensor meant? Yeah. Like, because Hodge says that the runes, which are the symbols that were on mm-hmm. the buttons, were pro- probably choked in this demon to uh-huh. death. Um, but she didn't know what it was. Of course It not. was just a sheer luck that she used it it swallowed it and then it died Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so she's she's definitely not like yeah that's right i'm a badass yes i did she's more like i got lucky yes (laughs) she's being more reasonable about Mm -hmm. it alec on the other hand is salty as hell (laughs) he makes it clear he does not believe her and he is not about it (laughs) so I love Alec and Clary in this scene. They have awesome banter and awesome chemistry. He's being so bitchy about this whole <laughs> Ravener thing. Really laying into Clary, calling her a child and a mundane and just belittling yes. her. And she takes it all in stride. But what pisses her off is when he suggests that she's from Jersey. Right. And she's like, oh, hell right. no. She has this great line. It says, I'm from Brooklyn. And so what? I just killed a demon with my in my own house, and you're going to be a dickhead about it because I'm not some spoiled, rotten, rich brat like you and your sister? Whoa. <laughs> she said it. 
But I, I just, I love how, like, that's what, because it's, like, her identity, right? Like, uh-huh. she's from Brooklyn. She's, like, that's the only thing I've got. And I just imagine, like, because I don't read Clary as having an accent. Uh-huh. But she was born and she raised in Brooklyn. To. She has to have right. a Brooklyn accent. Absolutely. So you could just imagine. Do it. <laughs> I don't know if I can do a Brooklyn Just accent. Just say, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, and I'm so what? I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> so whatever. What? So what? So what? Yeah. Oh, you did better than us. Oh, yeah. I, that was good. I I could practice and do better. Interesting. So great. people from Brooklyn are super proud, I suppose. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm probably reading too much into this. Yeah. But, like, that's the only thing she has to her identity. So far. Yeah. Well, well and no, just you know, you're her right. growing just up. Just in general. Okay. She, like okay. I said, she's no grandparents. That's she's true. She's no mom. The yeah. only yeah. thing she has from. of her own. Right. Her only sense of identity is, I'm from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a struggling <laughs> artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a, she's an artist. Uh-huh. She's from Brooklyn. Like, those, yeah. are, the, those yeah. are the things she has. Interesting. Yeah. No, it totally life. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing that like lights her up because like nothing else. She's it's like not like she could yeah. be like I don't care. She I'm doesn't a really know him. Killer mundane. too. Yeah. Like right. Like she's mm-hmm. like no. I don't belong in this world at all. Yes. <laughs> right. So, Jace defends Clary, which Robin almost fell. <laughs> uh, Jace defends Clary, which seems to upset Alec even more. Uh huh. And he insists again that she couldn't. She shouldn't even be in the Institute. Hodge tries to get them back on track, <laughs> explaining that a mundane attacked by a demon is well w- within their purview. Mm-hmm. Shadow hunters are there to protect the mundane world. Okay. So mm-hmm. if she's being attacked by a demon, then saving her is part of their, their mandate. Yes. But uh, Alec isn't having it. <laughs> He's bringing up the elephant in the room. Why was there a demon attack on a seemingly normal mundane household? It's a good question. It is a valid question. Yeah. And what what's Clary's mother's role in this whole thing? If she was innocent, why is there a demon in her house? Yes. And Clary's, Clary's not happy about that, but Hodge kind of swoops in before things can go a little awesome. crazy again. Um, and he explains that mundanes can't summon demons without the help of a witch or a warlock. Clary mentions Madame Dorothea, but Jace dismisses her as a source because he's already checked her out. He said she's she's just a fraud. Just kind of one So of when those. did he check her out? I don't know. Maybe in so, the three days since she's been passed out. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, without any leads, Hodge decides it's time that they notify the clave about Clary. Jace objects and tells her tells them that clary is not a mundane which is news to everybody yes. Wait, okay sorry uh-huh before we drop this bomb okay what okay so what do they need to tell the clave about like just well that a mundane knows about shadow hunters and has seen the shadow world okay so that's important for the clave to know I'm assuming so they can get a warlock to wipe her memory. Oh, okay. Because they got to protect their secret. Okay, okay. Interesting. Because it seems like Jace is almost, um, you know, like afraid. Mm Mm-hmm. About what they'll do to her. Okay. Yeah. He needs to be in her memories, apparently. Well, I thought it was more like what they would do to him. (laughs) Oh. Like he broke some kind of law or did something. Well, I mean. And Hodge has already set. As we get into it, yeah. Right. It sounds like he shouldn't have hidden her. Right? No. But yeah. they don't I'm ta- they don't know that, they know that now. Yeah. 
But okay. I mean, at the same time, like, I think it's just like, he's, he wants to find out what happened. I feel right. like he's curious. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's got a curious mind and he wants to solve it. Right. Like, because he is the Sherlock best shadow Holmes. hunter of uh-huh. their, of their age. Sherlock Holmes. It's not Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Oh, can we just meow? <laughs> okay. Um, back Nerds to Jace. Stick together. Nerds of a feather fly together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, sidebar. We love otters. Um, so Jace, I think he just he wants to be the best, and so I think he wants to solve the mystery, mm-hmm. right? Like he wants like to be it's a the personal detective. challenge. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't want them sticking their noses in my business. I want to find out. Right. It sounds like none of them really care for the Clave brothers. Is that what they call them? Silent brothers. Silent the brothers. Silent brothers. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe they just want them to kind of mind, mind their business. Mind their, mind their own beeswax. <laughs> yep. So Jace objects and tells them that Clary isn't a mundane. And they're like, say what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? He tells them that he drew the Mendelin rune on her arm after the Ravener attack so he could disguise her from the Ducian demon cops. Mm-hmm. And we will look into the Ducian later. Is that how you say it? Uh, we were debating uh-huh. out of this, and I said Ducane. I liked Ducane as well, but Ducian works for me as well. I don't know. Sounds I'll, like we don't I'll know. go with whatever. But I'm just not going to say it again. <laughs> uh, Hodge is seven shades of pissed, and rightfully so. Marking a mundane could kill them, or worse, turn them into forsaken. Um, they don't really go into detail with Clary there about what a forsaken is. Uh-huh. Um, but she knows it's not good. <laughs> right, it could have killed her. Right. Clary doesn't believe it, but they all agree that the only way she could have withstood a mark is if she had clave blood um so of course alec and jace talk about her like she's not there right <laughs> as boys tend to do <laughs> murder them. especially yes. especially teenage boys and they basically decide that her father is probably where the clave blood came from because clary is adamant that her mom was not a shadow hunter right Right. And like she knows she, nothing of her father. So. Right. And she would have told uh-huh. them. Yeah. And she doesn't right. know anything about her dad. So they're like, well, that must be it. He must have been in exile for marrying a mundane woman. Uh-huh. And he must have been a shadow hunter. It's just crazy to think that that's a thing. Right? It's. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's so much about the clave and their laws and uh-huh. all of this stuff that just like. Oh, it makes my heart hurt. It makes me so angry. Okay. But yeah, they're assholes. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly, if you can't marry a mundane. Right. Jerk faces. Eh, it's different worlds. So Clary, Clary's like, okay, I've had it with all of you. I yep. need to call Luke. I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home to my normal. Yeah. And if anyone is going to know if her mom... Like, knew that her yes. dad was a shadow hunter mm-hmm. or whatever. Just Luke's going to know. And Luke's going to feel like home. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, because as we've discussed, like, she's gone to him before. Right. When she was having a crisis. Yep. So, like, why wouldn't she be able to talk to him now? Absolutely. Oh, for sure. And it seems like um, 
after everything that's happened, like, she needs some sense of ground and normalcy. And I feel like she would want to talk to Simon, mm-hmm. but he's not going to be helpful in this situation. Oh, it no. would be way too much to explain. Yeah. 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 She doesn't have time to do mm-hmm. that. All right. So I'm going to read the conversation that she has with Luke over the phone. So let's see. Clary lifted it to her ear, the familiar dial tone washing over her like soothing water. Again, with the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke picked up on the third ring. Hello? Luke! She sagged against the desk. It's me. It's Clary. Clary! She could hear the relief in his voice, along with something else she couldn't quite identify. You're all right? I'm fine, she said. I'm sorry I didn't call you before. Luke, my mom. I know. The police were here. Then you haven't heard from her? Any vestigial... (laughs) Any vestigial... Right? Yeah. Any vestigial hope that her mother had fled to the house and hidden somewhere di- and hidden somewhere disappeared. There was no way she wouldn't have contacted Luke. What did the police say? Just that she was missing. Clary thought of the policewoman with her skeletal hand and shivered. Where are you? I'm in the city, Clary said. I don't know where exactly. With some friends. My wallet's gone, though. If you've got some cash, I could take a cab to your place. No, he said shortly. The phone slipped in her sweaty hand. She caught it. What? No, he said. It's too dangerous. You can't come here. We could call. Look, his voice was hard. Whatever your mother's gotten herself mixed up in, it's nothing to do with me. You're better off where you are. But I don't want to stay here. She heard the whine in her voice like a child's. I don't know these people. You, I am not your father, Clary. I told you that before. Tears burned the backs of her eyes. I'm sorry. It's just... Don't call me for favors again, he said. I've got my own problems. I don't need to be bothered with yours, he added, and hung up the phone. Ugh! Right? Talk about a gut punch. Yes. She's going to feel so alone. He doesn't even know where she is. Right. And he's like, you're better off there. Right. Well, to be fair, he probably believes her. She's with friends. And clearly he must know something, right? Maybe he's trying to protect her. I don't know. Well, it sounds like... Because why would he just be such a butthole? Well, all of a sudden. Yeah. Right. But into, I mean, if you're thinking worst case scenario, it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, Jocelyn's into something that she shouldn't have been. Right. right? Yeah. Which he must have been kind of privy to, Mm -hmm. at least a little bit. He was like, look, she got in over her head. That's her problem. I'm done. Yeah. The police came knocking on my door Mm -hmm. and I don't want anything to do with it. Like, Mm -hmm. you, like, you phrase her on your own. It just seems strange to not want to help the girl that sounds like he's known her whole life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird... <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's on and off because you're just like, I don't know. I just feel terrible for Clary. She just must feel so alone. Because for me, it's like I've always had a decent amount of family around. Yeah. So to only have your mom and Luke, and now they're both gone. Like, uh-huh. one's missing and one's refusing to speak with you. Yeah. Well, and it's like, how did the guy from the second chapter who says something so beautiful about somebody Yeah. Right. Just all of a sudden like 360. Mm-hmm. And to us, I think we're able to kind of compartmentalize that differently uh-huh. as yes. a reader. Yes. And we're not I mean, she's done a great job of like building her panic and everything. Uh-huh. But you're not her. No. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're like, oh my god, there has to be something more. Yes. Because yeah, he just wouldn't do that. Uh-huh. Right. No, 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 no. But when you're so utterly alone and you feel abandoned uh-huh. and she's obviously insecure. 
Oh, for sure. Definitely. You know, so it's like, oh, maybe Luke was just putting up with me the whole time because my mom was there. Mm-hmm. And now okay. that she's gone, mm-hmm. you know, I'm nothing. Poor thing. Totally. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So Cleary, of course, tries to call Luke back and the phone is just going straight to voicemail. He has bitch buttoned her. Oh. Which is just horrible. That's worse. That's worse yes. than him talking. You know, it's like the same thing we were talking about with Clary not answering Jocelyn's call. Uh-huh. Right? Like, it's so oh, much worse than, than right. yelling. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like, disappointed. Yeah. Not mad and just disappointed. Oh, Ooh, that's ugh, the worst. Ouch. Yeah. So, Clary holds back tears as Hodge instructs Jason and Alec to leave so that they can talk, which was just a nice thing for that man to do. Right. Because yes. he had to. How? That's the other thing, which, again, I am way too concerned about uh-huh i know what you're talking yeah. about oh, what yeah. other people think yeah yeah so i would just be like oh my god how embarrassing uh-huh like, not only is this guy just abandoning me but it happened in front of these freaking people right oh. well yeah. and like they obviously have a thing where they're m- big and bad and puff your chest out blah 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 you they're can't not show emotional weakness. creatures oh yes yeah. mm-hmm. she can't show weakness no. in front of these people right so thanks to hodge you know, she's like, okay, he get helps out of her here. save face. Exactly. Absolutely. But Jace thinks that he should be there um, because <laughs> a childly, like childish, I brought her here so <laughs> right. I should get to stay. Yeah. It's like, like I said, she's his toy. Yes. Exactly. Uh-huh. Now that she's interesting, uh huh. Yeah. He wants to be involved in the hot goss. Every part of her. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so wants to poke her buttons. Yes. <laughs> So she can't hold back anymore, and tears overcome her as she sits down oh, on the sofa. Totally understand. Yeah, it's that burning throat sensation mm-hmm. that's just horrible. Your chin is quivering. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, that poor girl. So Hodge begins to ask Clary questions, which sucks that she can't have some time to just mourn. But right, nope. you know, he's got to pick. <laughs> well, that and it's like it's important. It's important, and it's fresh, mm-hmm. right. so it needs to be done. Like. You know, at a police office, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Clary wants the police, police again. It's the police. So um, he asks if she's ever seen a demon before. And she hasn't. Right. Which we've we've established. Mm-hmm. And you'd think that Jace would have told Hodge. But maybe Hodge thinks that he'll tell him instead of Maybe Jace. she's thought of something. or Right. Or something's something, come yeah. up. And then she also asks us, you know, did your mom ever tell you about a world that most people cannot see? Which, again, the answer is no. She's insisting, like, her mom's perfectly normal. Like, Mm -hmm. she didn't even let me watch Disney or manga because she said it was too childish. Okay, so hold on. So in this chapter, she mentions specifically that her mom uh, didn't believe in magic and didn't like any of this stuff. However... In chapter two, uh, right here. Okay, so this is when Luke comes to the house. Sorry. This is when Luke uh, gets to the house with her mom uh, in chapter two. And it says, uh, he plucked the book out of her hand and read it aloud. The world still teems with those motley beings whom a more sober philosophy has discarded. Fairies, goblins, ghosts, and demons still hover about. He lowered the book and looked over his glasses. Is this for school? The golden bough? No, it's not. School's not for a few weeks. Clary took the book back from him. It's my mom's. I had a feeling, said Uh Luke. 
Okay. So, not completely true. Right. Whether it be intentional or not, I don't know. Uh-huh. But I, I found it very interesting that if she didn't even like to... Disney. Yeah. yeah didn't Disney. even like Disney. Uh-huh. Why would she own a book about fairies and goblins and all of this stuff yes like that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. right well if she had shunned everything luke expected it like he oh yeah i thought so yeah right i didn't put that together yeah anyway i just thought it was interesting yeah clary is overwhelmed with the flurry of emotions and so much new information all this stuff has been kind of like hammered at her in the last you know basically 24 of her hours 48 maybe since because she's in a coma so time doesn't count the same when you're unconscious right <laughs> and so she's just basically wants to know like could this have been a mistake is it a, just simply a case of wrong place wrong time wrong person right. wrong time and um Hodge lets her know that if it was she wouldn't have been able to see the demon for what it was and her mind would have processed the information differently so interesting yeah uh-huh. like such a great way yeah. like in terms of world building it's such a great way to explain away like why other people would have never come across this kind of right. scenario right so like there's basically the glamour right mm-hmm. i'm assuming is what it is just makes like they she would have seen it as something that wasn't a demon it's just so cool right uh-huh so what like a person what they would have seen it as another person maybe? or a dog okay uh-huh i thought of dog too mm-hmm. okay that would make more sense more like an animal mm-hmm. but it makes me think of this episode of doctor who <laughs> where was this this shape shifting alien. take my hand rose sorry <laughs> anyway it's like Nerds. leaving people in a coma but anyway Moving on. The way that they know that it's him, because the dog is talking. The man is barking. Mm. The dog is talking. Anyway. Okay. That's a big sidebar. <laughs> Back to this phantom. So he's asking Clary, like, did this demon give any information that could help them lead to um, see what its master wanted? Like, basically, who summoned them? Okay. Who sent mm-hmm. them? <clears throat> and Clary tells him the demon mentioned something about a Valentine character. And Hodge visibly tenses. And Clary brings up the fact that she heard the name before from the demon in the Pandemonium Club. Right. So, like, this is a recurring yes. thing. Clearly, this person has, like, come, up, come on, Clary, you're not that slow. Let's uh-huh. put these things together. <laughs> yeah. It's not a common name. It's not like James. Right. <laughs> or Jake, our yeah. friend. <laughs> Jake the demon. Yeah. Right. So, so the remains of the chapter is just, like, this barrage of information. So in order to digest it easier, I'm just going to put it. And more of like a definition, sort of. Yeah, that makes so, more like, sense. So like yeah. we learn the information through dialogue, but it's a lot to go through. So we learn downworlders are those who share the shadow world with shadow hunters. And Hodge describes the relationship as an uneasy piece. So downworlders are vampires, werewolves, fairies, and warlocks. And then, um, oh, you need the book. I need the book. So it says shadow hunters. And this is uh, verbatim from the book. It says, We are sometimes called the Nephilim. In the Bible, they were the offspring of humans and angels. The legend of the origin of shadow hunters is that they were created more than a thousand years ago, when humans were being overrun by demon invasions from other worlds. A warlock summoned the angel Raziel, who mixed some of his own blood with the blood of men in a cup, and gave it to those men to drink. Those who drank the angel's blood became shadow hunters, as did their children, and their children's children. The cup, therefore, thereafter, was known as the mortal cup. 
Though the legend may not be fact, what is true is that through the years, when Shadowhunter ranks were depleted, it was always possible to create more Shadowhunters using the cup. And then Hodge says, was always possible? And Hodge reveals the cup is gone. And it was um, destroyed by Valentine just before he died. So Valentine was a shadow hunter, but he has been dead for the last 16 years. He broke the greatest law of the covenant by um, the, taking up arms against his fellow shadow hunters. Valentine and his group of followers called the Circle killed dozens of shadow hunters and hundreds of downloaders during the last accords. Can you say shadow hunter Hitler? <laughs> Ex- yeah. <laughs> like, like legit. Yeah. yeah. And um, his the circle they were only barely defeated basically hodge says valentine didn't approve of the cords and despised downworlders and felt that they should be slaughtered whole to keep this world pure for wholesale. human beings slaughtered wholesale is the line that's what she said by <laughs> she and you. so hodge reveals that the mortal cup is gone destroyed by valentine in a fire that killed him and his wife and child mm. the land that he once lived on is considered accursed and left barren and the accords which he referenced with uh, valentine were they are peace treaty negotiations between shadow hunters and downworlders the clay felt that peace with the downworlders was essential in fighting off demon kind once and for all like Demons are scary. Mm -hmm. Right. We can't do this on our own. Mm -hmm. We're going to need help. Which, ironically... Allies? People? Right. Right. Come on. Yes. Well, ironically, the Accords were made possible in part because of Valentine, as the Clave fought in defense of Downworlders when they were being killed, Mm -hmm. and that's when they took up arms against the Circle, and then that's when the Circle killed the Shadowhunters. So it's like... Right. Good job. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Right. That's the definition of irony. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We need need to, like, save this clip for my daughter because she does not know what the word irony means. (laughs) (laughs) So this conversation between them still leads some unfinished questions. So we're wondering why is someone evoking violence in Valentine's name? And what the heck does this have to do with Clary's mother? So Amanda... Well, I mean, obviously, this is as far as I've gotten. But, of course, I foresee Clary is 15. Valentine's been gone 16 years. He had a wife. He had a child. I mean, could he be her father? Disappeared. Right. Jocelyn and the baby ran. They're hiding in the mundane world. Okay, okay. I don't know. I mean... So you think that is... Complete guessing here. But but why do you think someone's evoking violence in his name? Right. That's a good question. Yeah. Like, do you believe he's really alive? Or do you believe it's somebody... sounds like he's back. Like, someone brought him back, right? Maybe he's a zombie. Yeah. He's a zombie. He's a zombie. Yeah. He's looking for brains. So so. he he pulled a a Voldy and... (laughs) Got his horcrux. Yeah. <laughs> back. Horcrux. So um, Hodge says that he's going to send a message to the Silent Brothers who might be able to help investigate this further. And Clary is just like absolutely mentally exhausted and she doesn't even bother to ask who or what they are. She yeah. Right. That's a lot of information. I'd just be like, bro, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, we've heard so I much weird stuff. Like, I, I just don't even care. Yeah. I haven't she's even been had sleeping coffee. three days and she's already tired. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) of course. So Clary's just done. 
she doesn't want to be there anymore and she wants to go home. Uh-huh. And Nahad just, like, says, no. Like, that's not a good it's idea. It's not safe. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's not, not safe. And she's like, I have to go back. I need my clothes. I want to see what's left. I need some closure. And yeah. Hodge obliges on the condition that Jace will go with her and asks her to go find him. You know, he you, need, you have to ask her, him. He's mm-hmm. in the weapons room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, he tells her that the cat church will show you the way. Oh, yes, the cat. That's the cat right. church will let you know. So we know nothing about this cat. Other than the fact that it's somehow like magical or something, it knows where everyone is, right? And yeah, yeah, and it can like it can understand, understand. <laughs> like a dog, sort of, but better. Yeah, I don't think we've gotten all there yet. Uh huh. Is he like Salem from Sabrina? Sabrina. <laughs> oh my god, I don't think he talks. No. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, um, we in the chapter with Hodge scribbling like a mysterious letter, like mm-hmm. hastily kind of writing this mysterious letter. And he calls Hugo over, who lands on his wrist. And um, the landing... Hugo's a bird, by the way. Mm-hmm. Should have put oh, that right. in Oh, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hugo's, Hugo's like, yes, master. <laughs> and he just climbs up on his shoulder. <laughs> on his wrist. Oh, on his wrist. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's not, it's I just not imagine Igor. From- so did yes. I. <laughs> yeah. It's the... Anyway, Hugo, the bird... Lands on his wrist and upsets this old shoulder wound. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but this is why I said Dumbledore. It reminds me of Fox. Oh. Okay. okay. Anyway. Cool. <laughs> Amanda's like, she cool story, no bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so oh the bird lands on his wrist and it upsets an old shoulder wound and it awakens these painful memories. And it's like very flashy of what mm-hmm. we get. So uh-huh. it's blood and bodies, trampled earth, and a white podium stained with red and the cries of the dying. Oof. Which Creepy. I'm assuming mm-hmm. is kind of referencing this uprising at the Accords. Yeah. Is what, that's what I, I mean, think that's it is. What, I mean, that, that's what they were just talking about. It would uh-huh. make sense if that was like an image, like if he was there right. and saw it, like that would be something that would stick with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so there was a lot of information, especially in the second half of this chapter. Like, a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the most important things that I think happened was that Hodge described the four different types of downworlders. Yes. yes. So what I want to know from you guys is which one are you most excited to know more information about? And which one would you want to be if you had to pick a downworlder to be? Okay, can you remind me of the four? Okay, so we have werewolves, uh-huh. who are basically your standard werewolf. Okay, got it. Right? Howling at the moon. Right. Okay. Uh, vampires. Okay. Same thing. Pretty standard. Uh-huh. Night children. Yeah, the, the children of the night. Right. Um, fairies, who are rumored to be the children of angels and demons right and they're mischievous they're mischievous and they can be very evil but they're very beautiful and they live for a very very long time interesting um and they can't lie and they cannot lie okay and then warlocks who are children of humans and demons and they can wield magic okay and they live forever they're immortal I think the warlock. Okay. Yeah. Same. Sure. Yeah. It's always been warlock for me. I'm okay. Like, hell yes. Yeah. I 
I don't know because I think it would be. It seems like kind of a dark. And the fairies va- seems a little brighter, but and vampires are immortal too. Okay, but the only one that's not is the werewolf. Right. Well, fairies aren't immortal; they just live for they, a very long. Oh time. yeah. Okay. okay. So to me, I don't know if I want to be like up drinking someone's blood and deal with Absolutely. the restrictions that mm-hmm. vampires have. Mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. can't go out during the day sure. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And warlock would be cool, mm-hmm. which. Do they go off the mark? Have they discussed the marks yet? I don't think so. I don't so. know. No. I don't know so, what you're saying. So Yeah, so they haven't. So not putting that into fact, like mm-hmm. a factor, because I think that's a big thing for me. And I know it shouldn't be, but it is. I mean, I guess it depends on what, what, your, what your mark is. Right, if you get lucky. Right, which I don't care. Like, if I can have magic, I don't care. Right. <laughs> yeah, seems neat. Well, and then, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they seem like I the know most too much. I know. It's right. hard. It's hard. So mm-hmm. I think at this moment, I would pick Warlock. Yeah. Witch. Okay. She's a yes. witch. Burn her. Yeah, something like that. She turned me into a newt. It's so weird because really in this chapter and in the beginning part of this book is really the only time that they address witch. Okay. Um, from pretty much here on, warlock is a unisex term. Okay. So when okay. when they say witch, they do describe witch as like a hedge witch, like Madame Dorothea, where like they've taught themselves certain tricks, okay. but they're not She's magic. A fraud. Yeah, they're not magic mm-hmm. wielders like warlocks. Okay. So interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, share with us uh, what you, which downworlder you think you would choose. Make sure you read chapter six for our next episode, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.